What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out another edition of the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow, and I greatly appreciate you joining me for another edition of the show. In all seriousness, you guys can tell how excited that I am, and that is because the drop date of this episode is July 5th. Not only is it episode 71, which is cray-cray, just this journey that I've been on with this podcast, but it's obviously the day after July 4th, which is Independence Day here in the United States of America, because I know we've got some international listeners, obviously, um, celebrating our freedom as Americans, but also uh, paying homage and respect to the soldiers who have fought and and died for this country and the soldiers who continue to fight and serve for this country. I've got military members in my family. Um, I've got a cousin in the Navy. My grandpa was in the Navy during World War II. One of my best friends fought for this country uh, in the United States Marine Corps and was overseas in the Middle East uh, during during that war about 15 years ago. It's crazy, you know, over there with a machine gun at 19 years old. So, you know, I take very seriously uh, paying respect to uh, to everybody who defends this country, man, and, and, you know, allows us to have the freedoms that we do. And um, it means a lot to me, and it's also an opportunity, it being a holiday weekend, to get a chance to, to celebrate and uh, hopefully – uh, you guys get a chance to see your family like like me. So, uh, like I said, at the time I'm recording this, it ain't July Fourth yet. But uh, at the time it comes out, it will have mean that I, uh, it will have meant, will have mean, <laughs> it will have meant that I've gotten the chance to go home and see some family, which I'm really looking forward to, man. I haven't seen uh, most of my family since uh, Christmas. I got a chance to take a vacation, a much needed vacation, a few months back, and and see some, uh, see my parents in in Florida. But I haven't had a chance to see my niece and my nephew and my brother and my sister and my sister-in-law, my sister's boyfriend. I, you know, I haven't had a chance to see any of them since Christmas, man. So I'm really looking forward to just getting the chance to go back home to the Midwest where I'm from and, uh, hold my loved ones, share some laughs, have a, have a good time and celebrate our freedom, man. And, uh, and again, even if you're not in the States, listen to this number one, thank you. It still trips me out that people from around the world listen to the show, but uh, but also, I just hope that you're doing you're doing well, that you're happy, that you're healthy, your loved ones are healthy, that your life is on the up and up. And if not, I'm sending positive vibes and positive energy your way because life is short, man. My stepdad always told me life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. And I'll tell you what, at 34 years old, that statement rings truer and truer every single day. So just just keep that in mind, man. I know there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now, and I'm not going to get into all that because I like for this show to stay positive and be a form of escapism from all of the craziness going on. Not that there aren't important issues going on right now, but it's just I try to keep it positive over here, man. And a lot of that stuff, you know, tends to descend in picking sides and tribalism and just vitriol and things that I, I really want nothing to do with as far as uh, – you know, negativity, man. So I'm just going to say that with everything that's gone on in the world these last couple of years, uh, with COVID, all the stuff that's happened here in the United States, um, I know it's, it's hard to keep your head up. I know it's hard to find the positives, but like I say, 
at the end of every show, keep the faith and be kind to one another. I'm just going to start this bad boy the way that I finish it by saying, keep the faith and be kind to one another, man. You know, let's not forget our humanity. Let's not forget how to peacefully disagree. And let's not forget how to help each other out, man. Love conquers all at the end of the day. I'm a firm believer in that. You can think it's cheesy. You can laugh at it. But uh, good will always conquer evil and love will always win, man. So choose love, choose peace, choose kindness. Be good to each other, whether they look like you, whether they don't look like you, whether they have the same views as you. You know, let's learn how to peacefully disagree and work together towards a brighter future, man. So that's how I'm starting this thing off. And speaking of freedom, it's a perfect tie-in to this week's guest. These guys are great dudes who I have a lot of respect for, not only as musicians, but as people. They are none other than the Free Boys out of Arizona. They are individually Bricks, Mr. Super Nintendo, and Young Lennon. I love these dudes. I love their music. And they they uh, also have a podcast that they recently rebranded as Free Ain't Free, where they chop it up. And it's it's just, I love listening to it because it's like sitting around with your friends, talking about anything and everything. You know, they chop it up and have fun. They make each other laugh. No subject is, is off the table and I genuinely am a fan of their podcast as much as I am of their music. And like I said, they recently rebranded it as Free Ain't Free. It's a great listen. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. But, uh, you know, musically, these guys are in the hip-hop realm. And not only are they great spitters on the mic, but the beats that they make I really love. Their their latest single, Four I Leave, just came out in April. And it's just a great laid-back cruising vibe for the summer. It's a great song, man. So I wanted to get them back on the podcast to talk about what they've been up to in the past year with the rebranding of their show, Free Ain't Free, the singles they've dropped, uh, like I said, the aforementioned Before I Leave, which which just came out in April, and just uh, chop it up with them, catch up with them. Like I said, they're good dudes, and I feel like even though they're in a different part of the United States as me, I really feel like these are guys that uh, you know you meet people and you feel like, you're, you're just connected, you know what I'm saying? Like if I had went to high school with these dudes or I would have went to grade school with these dudes, they would have been my friends, you know what I mean? So it's always cool when you get a chance to connect with people in a positive way, especially with all the negativity that's out there on the internet. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with the Free Boys. Here it is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, dudes, I appreciate you. Bricks, Picasso, Carson, I appreciate you guys coming on the show again, man. I'm happy to have you guys back. Hey, we're happy to be back. Appreciate you having us. bro. Yeah, you guys have been busy the since last time we talked, man. You know, both of y'all, as, as far as both, I mean, Free Boys and Mr. Super Nintendo, you guys have released multiple singles. Mr. Super Nintendo, you got married. Congratulations. I saw that from a distance, sure. man. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> And I know that you produced y'all's latest single for the Free Boys, Before I Leave. So um, thanks for joining the show. And uh, just talk to me a little bit about what what this past year has been like, especially with the rebranding of your podcast as Free Ain't Free. Um, You guys have been staying busy, man. Oh, all right. I'll take it. Yeah, take it. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) all time, man. Um, Now, last year has been really cool. you know, we've really started to focus on the podcast just because we have a lot of fun doing it. We want to be able to have multiple outlets, you know, and, um, you know, as much as we like making music, I think 
having the podcast and having that kind of like weekly content um, allows us to take a little bit more time in the creative realm for music and really like hone in on certain things that we haven't been able to do before by kind of rushing to get music done, I guess. Like not in like a bad way, but just like in a way that like this allows us a little bit of extra time to do things like say, you know, we want to simultaneously release, you know, merchandise and, you know, videos and things like that, like that take some time, you know, and like a lot of people don't understand that it takes time. And, you know, I know we were talking about this kind of pre-show is like people's attention span is wild. You always have to be feeding them with, with content and like what better way than to let them just sit with us for an hour every week and bullshit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I love it too. Cause you guys, you guys go like all over the place, man. Like you, there's, there's no subject that is like, you know, off, off the table. You know what I mean? Like I was listening <laughs> to the most recent episode and then I got to tell you guys a funny story about a guy you had on who I <laughs> thought I was talking to on Instagram and I wasn't, it was a weird catfishy situation, but um, the latest episode. Yeah. You guys were talking about, I'll just say recreational activities. No, screw it. I'm going to say it. Marijuana. Who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal in most places now, but you were talking about that Kirsten, you were bringing up a, a food app that was talking about all these toxic ingredients uh, that I think, made uh bricks and and mr super nintendo want to just like throw the skittles in the trash and then you guys are talking <laughs> about transgender people so it was literally like all over the place man um but i love it because because you guys obviously have this chemistry because you've known each other for so many years and you make music together but at the same time you know I, I think it's cool because when you look at successful podcasts especially with people who i i would say um, not to put famous people on a pedestal, but obviously, like, I think when you look at podcasting, right, there's what I would call like, you know, people who had platforms as far as like, you know, you look at like Joe Rogan had his comedy, he had fear factor, you know, quote unquote, famous people. And then there's people in podcasting that make noise. And they were like, like the fantasy footballers, that podcast has gotten huge. And I think those dudes were just like you know, regular dudes that were friends. And I think people like to listen to content like that, where it's like, it's not scripted. It's not uh, pretentious. It's not trying to tell people what to think. And I think that, you know, that's at least that's why I love y'all show, man. Cause it's like, you guys are musicians and you have your music thing, but then it's like, these are just like three friends chopping it up and it's fun to listen to, you know, it's, it's almost, it's almost like going back to like the radio days of like, you know, I think when Sirius and all that was starting and even before that there was Opie and Anthony and like Howard Stern, like, Howard Stern was like the first dude I feel like that like broke through that was just like saying some like he would get people to answer things that like nobody else <laughs> like yep. weren't hearing it on Leno or even like Letterman because they couldn't say that stuff on TV. So that's a long way of saying I, I really enjoy the fact that you guys have like this free form podcast with free ain't free, you know. Thank you, man. That's we fine. appreciate that. That's uh that's good to know just because you know we've we've discussed a ton about like where to take the podcast and what to do and like freeform yeah. is just always what we kind of come back to you know yeah and i feel like even though there's things yeah. that might be quote unquote controversial or whatever you guys also aren't taking like hard stances on things and telling people what to think without any like factual basis or anything like that the story i was going to tell you was uh paul was it was it your your is it your business partners is his name kai am i getting that right is that who you guys had on a few episodes yeah. ago yeah so the funny Instagram story I was going to tell you guys is I listened to that episode. I'm like, wow, this is cool. 
they're talking about their business. And like, I, I, I've seen you guys post stuff about like crypto and stuff. And I'm like such an old man when it comes to any of that. Like, I feel like I'm smart with my money, but I've, I've, I've always been kind of conservative with my money. I don't know if it's just growing up in like Toledo, Ohio and like being middle class and stuff. It's always like, Hey, save your money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I mean, not that people from my hometown don't dream big, but it's just like, you know, taking chances and stuff. Like as I've gotten older, I've learned to like take more risks. So anyway, so I started following on Instagram who I thought was Kai and literally out of the blue, this is probably like two weeks ago, I get a direct message and I think it's Kai and it's like, Hey, and it was like super salesy, which I'm always like the journalist in me is always like very leery when somebody's like coming in hot and it's like, Hey, um, what's going on, man? Yeah. How are you? And I was like, Oh, what's up, dude. And then this is the crazy thing about like the catfishing internet thing. As I was like, oh, yo, I just heard you on the Free Boys podcast, man. I love those dudes. I love their music. I listen to their podcast. And, it, <laughs> and whoever this person was was totally like, yeah, they're good guys. So anyway, I got this investing opportunity <laughs> in, this, like, in this like cryptocurrency. And uh, it's a really big opportunity, but it's only a very limited window. Do, are you, do you want to invest? And oh, I was no. like, and like right away, right? Like my radar is going off. I'm like, there's no way this is uh, this is this guy. And um, so then it kept going and I was like, yeah, man, I was like, I'm not super familiar with like cryptocurrency and stuff. So I don't know. I think I kind of got to study it up a little bit more before I just dump my money into something. And then the dude yeah. spent like two more paragraphs and then cut to like two days later, I clicked on that profile because I, I went back and read through my DMs. You know how like you'll just have like your DMs and you'll scroll through and in the name of whoever it was, it had completely changed to like this couple and like all the pictures changed on the profile. And before I got on this today, it's since changed again to something else completely different. So anyway, I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was talking to this. Oh, dude my God. At the Free Boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, crazy, it wasn't even Kai. So anyway. Scams oh, never no. stop, bro. Jesus, bro. Any, any he's, gotten, he's gotten so many. Like, uh, that guy's gotten so many fake profile and requests. But. Well, he's super robotic. What the? F What's going on over there? Yo, T Pain, chill out, it's son. Me? <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds a little bit better now, though. So, and sometimes too, if we um, if it gets too crazy, we can turn our video off. And sometimes when it goes audio only, it it, it sounds a little bit better. But for now, it sounds okay. But yeah, it got a little auto tuny there for a second. Oh yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like the bandwidth that, or whatever st kind of stops the yeah. yeah. The Wi-Fi over there, Pod. Yeah, I gotta get the Wi-Fi, bro. <laughs> have you guys uh, had any? Um, <laughs> have you guys had any crazy things like that though with your following, where you guys have had like weird people hit you up? Because I'm sure just because you guys every like, day. You make beats on top of making your own music and doing creative stuff. So I'm sure you guys probably get some weird requests. We, we get just like, have, we, didn't we just have one, Chris? Oh, bro. Okay. We get, <laughs> it, I'll give you the breakdown. We get at least like eight spammy messages a day. Four of them will be like Instagram, Spotify promo. Two of them will be like dudes sending out mass emails trying to get you to sign up to get their beats in your email and then like fucking two of them will be like, Oh yeah, we want to sign you. And like they're fucking, we literally just went through this guy who did a pretty decent job actually of like faking it and like doing his research. 
and he basically impersonated someone from a big label. Um, I won't mention the label, but like um, they had some pretty like Bonavera is on their label. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, and like he did a pretty good job of like stealing the guy's photos off of the the website and using them and like contacting us and fucking he like got like we we fell enough into the hole where like we gave him our email and he actually sent us a contract. Oh, wow. And like, Mm -hmm. so he sends us a contract and I'm reading over the contract and I'm like, this seems like really like, what's the word? Not, it wasn't even like sketchy, but it was just like, this seems so like, um, vanilla, like generic. Like it, it was weird. Like it seemed way too, and which is weird to say about a contract because contracts are very obviously like vanilla, but like this just seemed like almost copied and pasted off of fucking Google <laughs> vanilla. So I was like, I went back to the email and I clicked the guy's name to see his email address. And I see that it comes from a Gmail. And immediately I was like, ah, there's no way somebody in a fucking major label is using a fucking Gmail, bro. (laughs) There's no way. And then on top of that, he switched like two of the letters in the label name so that he could actually get the email because I'm sure the other, the real name wasn't there. Man. And like, if you weren't looking, it looked normal, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, fuck off. Dang, man. Yeah, it, it is, isn't it crazy, though, where it's like you like because like you guys obviously notice that because you work in music, but how easy would it be somebody who maybe doesn't have as much experience as you guys in music who maybe has one or two singles out and they're like, oh, yo, my life's about to change and they just wire some money. Like, I haven't watched it yet, but um, everybody keeps telling me to watch the Tinder Swindler documentary. And I'm like, oh, how yeah. did that guy get so much money out of people? But you're like, wow, man, people just they people are dumb. If you can play on people's emotions, man, like and you emotions throw, and you sprinkle a little bit of desperation on that, man, you can get people to do some wild stuff, man. Oh, facts. It's true. Big facts. Like I will say, so I didn't make it far enough in the contract to like see some stuff. It never like necessarily asked for money, but what it said was that they were going to pay us. So get this, this is, this is actually what I want to know had somebody or like say us or whoever continued forward in this and not noticed right it said that they were going to fly you out to their headquarters in canada and i'm like so what was the scam here like what if (laughs) we just like accepted and then what you're gonna fly us to canada and then what happens like are we getting sex traffic yeah flying us to a headquarters sell some ass yeah, like what, 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 what's the plan here? Because you're gonna drop a pretty decent penny to fly a, some people out of Arizona to Canada. They were low key Nazis, bro. They were low key. Oh my bro. god, here we go with the Nazis. Of, like, so slingy. <laughs> hey, hey, this is a... if, I, if I, you guys can't hear me this whole podcast, I'm gonna say some wild shit when you can't hear me. <laughs> no, you sound you sound great now, man. I feel like this yeah, is, you sound uh, good. This is like a movie plot, though. I feel like you guys got something here where it's like, hey, like, a, you know, up and coming music artists, podcasters, they get an email and, and, and they decide to go with it. And then they end up in like Banff, Canada, 
You know what I mean? On a raft. <laughs> there's some there's some yeah. weird like underground secret right. society. You know what I mean? They throw you in the yeah. woods. There's bears. Oh, the, first, <laughs> the first few hours were good. We're partying. And then as soon as we drink the champagne, we're like, we're good. We're good. Look, we're good. Then we go to the house in the back of like, oh. And so Hell big yeah. German dude is just driving oh, no. us. It's over. <laughs> Jesus, bro. Oh gosh. Speaking of speaking of that, since since I just uh, sidetracked to like movies, what what's what's like the craziest thriller slash horror movie that you guys have seen recently? Are you into those movies? Oh, recently, fuck. What was that one Texas Chainsaw or some other thing? That was thousand. Really? Yeah. Texas Chainsaw. That's the most <laughs> recent thing you've seen. Seriously? <laughs> no, there's a well because they have a new one every year. If you, if, you, if you didn't know. Yeah, they always the reboot. Hermit <laughs> I, I'd say, so mine wasn't a movie, but it was a TV show. Um, fuck, what's it called? Um, damn. What is you're onto it? it. You're onto I'm it. I'm onto uh, it. I'm pulling up Apple TV right now. Just, you're Apple right. TV. It's fucking on there. My phone knows um, what I like. Damn. Yeah, it does. I can't. Ah, it's one word. One word, Evil. one word. What is it? There it is. Severance. If you haven't Bro. seen Severance, that show Bro. is amazing. And it's like a yes. thriller kind of creepy, creepy kind of show. If What's you haven't it seen about? it yet. Oh, man. Okay. So without giving like too much away, there's basically this company and they invent um, a surgery so that you can split your brain into two sections and not remember the eight hours you're at work when you at walk home. into work okay and then vice versa your work self so you're split into two people oh and they okay. call the procedure a severance i think i have seen the uh the previews for that i don't i man i need to like get apple tv though because that looked like a like a cool show because it's, it's a great show one of the leads in it is the dude from um step brothers yeah, yes. Lincoln yeah. on his name. It's like Adam something. It's terrible. I'm terrible with names. Um, What's his name? Let's see if it says on here. I'm curious. Uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. That's it. That's it. Yep. Super good show. Zach sure. Cherry's in it too, and he's fucking hilarious. I binged. <laughs> uh, I binged Stranger Things like the first weekend. Oh, uh, that was good. I was gonna say, did you guys like it? I one of my one of my buddies oh, isn't feeling season four, but I, I'm loving like the Freddy Hellraiser vibes in it. Spoiler I'm still up. gathering. I'm still gathering the courage to watch it because, yeah, yeah. Versus really good Well, because I've had people tell me, "No, it sucked," and it was so bad. Oh, it doesn't. Season three but, sucked. I didn't like season three. I don't see, think and I like all of them. I didn't think we needed the teenage rebel phase in there. You liked all of them. I liked all seasons. Mm-hmm. All seasons were cool. I'm with so you like season six? I, I really, I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed Stranger Things like the whole way through so far. I've, I've really dug it. Season four is probably yeah. my favorite though, just because I really liked the, the nods to like the '80s horror. I, you know, yeah, like Freddy, I mean, like Hellraiser. You know. Yeah, the fact that they even had Robert England in there was pretty tight too. Yeah, you know what I mean, I was like, that's fire. Yeah, it's getting to the point though with that show where I wonder if it's going to be like Lost 
You know what I mean? Where it just get it gets so trippy, like that any theory seems possible. I actually kind of tested this with one of my good buddies, Dave, recently, where I was like, dude, I was like, I think Barb's the mind flayer, man, just to see what he would say. What? <laughs> and he was like, Damn. wow. And I don't and I don't even believe that. Like, I don't he's like, dude, we saw her dead. I was like, but did we though? Because we thought we saw Will dead in his <laughs> like a bunch of fluff, you know what I mean? But I feel like <laughs> I stranger things, I wonder if it's gonna get to like that lost territory when that show because that show was like it was captivating, but you're like, what the hell is going on with this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but right. I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see where they, where they go with it. I actually don't as I, I definitely see what you're saying, but I think that I think there's a very defined plan. Like, I think that it's going to get more straightforward uh, after these next two episodes in season five. I have a feeling. I don't. I don't think it's going to get trippier. I, I have a feeling it's going to get more straightforward. Like I think right. these next two episodes are going to be that realm you're talking about, and then right at the end, you're going to kind of get this like cliffhanger answer that like all of season five is going to have to focus on because season five is going to be my last season. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I saw. It. I like yeah. how it's always some government shit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Always always just just at the root of it always just and i think that's like the final question that i'm like looking forward to is like where this upside down shit come from you know what i mean and from the jump like i don't even want to do spoilers you know what i mean because i know dumbass bricks hasn't seen it but you can you can say everything you want it's gonna take me like i think we got i think we already got the answer to where the upside down came from he (laughs) says He's like, I'm gonna watch season four when season eight comes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we got the answer. In my opinion, I think when one and eleven had that fight is when the upside down was created. But you think she created the upside down? Yeah, and I think she's connected See, to, to me. It, she I only think... created Vecna, right? She only created. She only nah, created. Number I think one, she. Number one I think she created there. the she fucking created upside Vecna. down. See, I so where's the mind flare come from? Because mind flare, but then he kind of goes away, and then you get this Vecna guy, and then like little Dusty was saying, Vecna's not even the top top guy. You know what I mean? So it's that's like why, I don't that's know. Why, that's why I think to it's me it's Barb. not answered in my I eyes. I think it's Barb. I think they threw her in that pool. And it's it's got to be Barb. You know what I mean? They, Nancy, I think you got a strong argument there. You heard it here first. <laughs> I honestly, I'm 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 only saying it because I I don't even believe what I'm saying, but I just think it'd be hilarious if it ended up. Bro, like if it Barb. turns out you're right though, <laughs> if Barb just was like a monster, she's just mad at everybody because they left her in that pool and they forgot about her. And, you know what I mean? No, she's like screw everybody. Damn. Look at assholes. I, you guys thought I was dead. I'm just I'm 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 tentacles in this pool and I'm just connecting to all your minds and I'm just messing everybody up. I don't know. That's gonna be wild. That'd be That'd wild. Be wild. There's no, way it's, there's no way it's Barb. But somebody po- pointed out that somebody with a B name dies in every season, though. So that's why I was trying to, like, who are the B names? Because it was, like, Barb died. And then was it Bob, Sean Astin's character? Yeah. Season two. And then Billy got killed mm-hmm. in season three. So I'm like, season four, like, what, what B names are left? I don't even know. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, because the other girl's name was, like, Chrissy or some shit. What was the, what was the nerdy guy's name? Uh, which which one? Um, oh, Eddie, the second guy, the metal oh. guy. Yeah, no, no. The, she he was like in she worked he worked at the post with that chick. What was yeah. his name? 
Oh, that dude. I don't think. Dan? I don't think was he. It Brad? It wasn't Dan. I don't think. I don't think so. Benjamin. I don't remember. Benjamin Button. Hey, but you might be onto something, bro. I don't know. I just you I, might be on or something. I think Barb deserved better, so that's why I'm like, it'd be kind of cool if that was like her village. <laughs> Sorry, like he's stuck on. We threw her a bone. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> they just they just started out with like her in the pool, just like oh, cycling like that. So I'm gonna mess everybody up now. Um. Well, in the hardest like oh, back, to back to to y'all's music. Sorry, <laughs> I, diverted no, no the, I diverted the heck out of this podcast, man. Um. I think I think it's been very much on your guys's brand when I look at the singles that you guys have released since we last spoke um, from Family Man, Celebrate Us and Before I Leave is that you guys continue to give people like vibes that that have their own flavor and it, and it shows your versatility. And then um, Mr. Super Nintendo, even even with the singles that you had come out, uh, I really loved one time like I really loved the um, just the laid back and you even <laughs> You even say cruising, I think, right at the beginning of it. I'm like, dude, that's exactly what this song is. It's got like that kind of laid back throwback, like just driving in the car. But, um, I, you know, I don't even know if there's right. a question in here, man. But just um, talk to me about just, you know, your guys' mindset when you release these singles and the flavors that have them. Because like Celebrate Us had more of like a grimy kind of like angsty vibe to it. And then Before I Leave is completely, completely different from that. Yeah, I think it... Uh... I think it all just comes from like whatever we're feeling at that moment in time. Um, like with celebrate us. Um, I remember kind of going to the drawing board and specifically like we had been talking about um, a lot of these beats recently that we had been hearing that had no, I don't want to say they had no melody, but like it was just a lot of drum and a lot of bass. Right. And like, that's really how yeah. Celebrate Us came about was we were like, you know, we came up with this baseline and it was like, yo, this is groovy. Let's let this kind of drive the song. Like it was gritty, but it was like, it didn't need a whole lot more. You know, it just like, it kind of just moved on its own. Um, and even to the subject of that was just kind of like, I know it was like later winter and I just remember like feeling like, uh, you know, we had, re we had released family man and we were doing this track and I was kind of just like, I don't know, let's just be a little, what's the word cocky, I guess. Like these people should be celebrating what we're giving them. And that's where the idea for the song kind of came about. Person was like, I'm a God. Yeah, I was listening to a lot of Kanye. <laughs> we all had a match's energy that day. <laughs> yeah, and then and then before I leave again, it is it up, and you guys had more of a not that not that celebrate us had a negative vibe. Before I leave is again, it's just it's a vibing out song. There's no other way to for me to really say it than that. But also like the t-shirts you guys were wearing um, when you promoted it, like you all had positive messages on that. The one you guys had, the world is yours. Another one was there is a tomorrow. Um, and then the other one was don't forget to smile. So just talk, talk to me about just, um, you know, putting a, putting a positive spin out there. For people, was that a conscious choice just with like everything that's going on in the world right now? Or like, where were you guys coming from with that one? That was, um, 
Yeah. So that's actually, I, I actually absolutely love this question because this will tell you. So I'll answer multiple questions, not only the one at hand, but kind of where we're going from here. Um, you know, we kind of sat down at the beginning of the year and we looked at what we have done to this point as a whole. And like you said, not to say like anything's been negative or anything, but we all realized we're in these places and times in our life where personally we're not anything but like happy and positive. And there's really no, you know, we're big on being authentic and like something for us that we realized was, you know, we're not going to try to make anything that's not going to have a positive message from this point forward because that's just where we're at in life. And we came to the conclusion that, you know, the best way to kind of show that and put our, our foot forward was, you know, obviously in music, that's great, but we, we wanted it to be more upfront than that. So that's where the idea for these shirts came about. And you're going to be seeing that a lot where, you know, every time we drop a new single and we're doing new shoots and stuff, like you might see us in new, clothing but they're gonna have new positive messages on them and that's something that we want to share with people is really bring a positive light to the world because you're right like the world is fucked up right now shit's going sideways it's going crazy people have enough bullshit in their life and we want to be that stress reliever for them and we want to be that yes, seven dollars what Gas is seven dollars, so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's wild, bro. Seven dollars. <laughs> That's a good drop, That's bro. Good drop right there. Yeah, for real. God damn, I'm gonna have to sample this podcast and make some fucking EDM tracks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, we just um, you know, from here forward, like we're kind of putting our foot down that we want to be you know, positive and, and really represent positivity and, and that way of thinking, because I think that people have a misconception that being positive means you always have to be happy. And that's not true. Like shit happens, but like keeping a positive mindset can always get you through the bullshit, you know, For real. especially when you're in a world full of it. Currently. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like good, good begets good and bad begets bad. Right. Like if you, like if if you notice like the people that that might be in your periphery, let's just say that um, have like negativity around them. Like there's always a quote that goes through my head where I'm like, if everywhere you go, there's a fire, maybe you're the fire starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like we all know people like that where it's like there's always like that black cloud over them. There's always like that drama surrounding them. But then when you look at you got to be able to take a step back in your life sometimes and look at how you're contributing to your own situation, good or bad. You know what I mean? And like, I even try to be conscious of that. Like, all right, how many times throughout the week do I complain about something or how many times throughout the week do I negative self-talk myself? And it's like all of that stuff, I think compounds and like builds up. You know what I mean? Like, like I read something even crazy that the reason curse words are called curse words is because it had like something to do with like native American culture where they literally believe, you know, the power of the spoken word, you know what I mean? So the more you say something, the more you repeat it, the more you actually like speak it into existence. So that's how like curse right. words, curse words, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I, I dig, I dig the positive 
message that you guys are going on. And like you said, just from a distance, like obviously I've, I've had DMS with you guys over, you know, the course of this last year, since you were last on the show, but you know, like Paul getting married and, um, we mentioned Kai and who I wasn't communicating with on IG and I thought I was <laughs> like your business and like the credit, you know, uh, help that you guys are giving people. Um, and, and, and just like that to me, that's really cool to be able to put that out there because I, I think there's some misconceptions around like positivity, like you said, Kirsten, where people think like, Oh, that means you're happy all the time. Or sometimes people get knocked for like being too, too like upbeat, which I never understood. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah, like it's corny or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's cool. And if that's and it goes back to y'all's brand too about just being authentic of what you're going through at that time. Like you said, if things are clicking, like Kirsten, we were talking before uh, we officially got rolling. Like you're doing production. Um, I, I've already forgotten the comedy club's name again. I'm sorry. And in, uh, in Phoenix, uh, that that you're doing production work. So yeah, like from a distance, it seems like things have really been flowing for you guys over this last year. Yeah. I would say so flown in a, a fun direction, you know, and, and I think that's, that's like important too. like, you can have goals and goals are great, but like, don't forget to enjoy the ride, you know? Right. Was it the improv you said in Phoenix? In uh, the- yeah. Tempe improv. Tempe improv. Okay. Yeah. Which is, uh, that's been cool. Last week I, uh, I got to be part of a bit. So that was pretty sick. Oh, I had me. a, <laughs> I had John Lovitz, if you know Lovitz. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had John Lovitz in and I you know, like he he had me uh intro him with uh stay uh straight out of Compton. <laughs> and then he would kind of start the show by like having me play it too long and then having me like completely cut it off, like when he had to like give me like a dirty look and kind of like blame me for for playing straight out of Compton. <laughs> what fun. a douche. Yeah, like this guy, <laughs> you, you know, like and I'm like, ah, oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> that seems that very sick. on brand for John Lovitz, man. Like his Yeah. yeah. yeah so I was, was gonna great. say, like, um, like, are there any, you know, I, I, who are some of the comedians like when you're doing audio like that? I mean, how much um contact do you have with them when they come into the club, like as far as the sound or like you said, I'm actually one of the only people who has like direct contact with them um, because I, I have to do their sound. I have to find out what their intro songs are. I have to give them their lights while they're on stage, keep track of their time. You know, I need to make sure like um, we had uh, Jeff Dunham in um, and like, you know, I had to set up a keyboard for him and he was actually doing Zoom calls on stage with uh his kids and pulling people up to play like games with them so like i had to have that kind of stuff set up so i mean like it's a whole thing i'm like basically i have complete contact with these guys and i i have to to make sure their show runs smoothly you know are they usually pretty pretty cool i mean i don't want you to like like name drop if somebody's not been cool do it curse do it. <laughs> do it, nah, nah um no nah, they've all been pretty cool for the most part the ones that i've worked with at least you know, I've heard some horror stories, but now I mean, like, um, like my first night working there, I had, um, Brad Williams, if you know, Brad Williams at all. Yeah. 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 Brad Williams was the first guy, you know, on my first day starting there and I walked in, you know, to ask him his song and stuff. And he's sitting there and he's like, Oh shit. And then, you know, we're talking and he basically looks at me at one point and he goes, 
you know, I think there's one Kardashian that's still single. <laughs> and I was like, what? Jesus Christ, bro. I was like, he was like, come on, you give off like mad Pete Davidson vibes. And I'm like, bro, duh. Like I'm, just, guys. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, really? It was, it was fun though. Cause it was like, you know, I can take a joke, which is great. But <laughs> I mean, maybe may part of that with him too, was just being like, oh, I feel like, cause I feel like comedians like read people well. Cause that's what they have to do for a living. Like read the, oh, yeah. and he was probably like, oh yeah, this dude, he, he'll get it. If I, if I, if I have some fun with him, you know, oh, I mean? for sure. Yeah. And it was fun. You know, he like fucking, I think the second day I was talking to him and he was like, He's like, bro, uh, I'm pretty sure sound engineer had to be like in your like top three like life choices, right? <laughs> I was like, God damn it, bro. <laughs> you had a very short list of accomplishments. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh what a dick. It, that was funny. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I, it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. And, it, and it, you know, it definitely continues to breed that that positivity you know just having fun people around and laughing a lot for sure so so to give people an idea i mean how how often are you guys in the studio collaborating like between the podcast with free ain't free and your music and as far as like this year um you know singles like what what can you talk to people about just being on this positive way that you're on as far as the music piece of it goes shit every week yeah yeah and then during the week, we're constantly communicating, texting back and forth and shit. Yeah, just coming up with ideas or, hey, what do you think about this? We should have this guy on, you know what I mean? We're trying to have this makeup artist. She's from here. Her name's Audrey. Uh, she's going to be on the podcast within this next few episodes. Um, and we've never had a girl on. I mean, obviously, we've had Molly on there, but it's going to be pretty. And you guys can't hear me, huh? Oh, now I can. Great. Yeah, a little bit. Joke's over. Nope. Joke's back no, on. Joke's We're back on. <laughs> no, you were. You, it, it started, you're going to have to take over. It started off. It, it started off. You guys are going to have to take over. Yeah, it started off smooth, and then it and then it, it just it started breaking up and getting like auto tuny again. This yeah. I, this is what happens when Brick's not sharing his Wi Fi. I know, right? Damn it! Damn, bro. He needs Got that, that giga blast. Come on, he's giga blast, bro. So her name, her name is her name is Audrey, and she's a she's a local makeup artist in the in the Phoenix area. Yeah, yeah. take it over, Bricks, because I know nothing about this. He doesn't well, know. We, uh, he was just talking about we were trying to um, bring through people uh, for the podcast every year because we meet yeah. every Sunday, no matter what Sunday for we the meet. Podcast, yeah. And I mean, like, no matter what, it could be. Rain and shine. As soon as like six, seven o'clock hits, we're, we're all texting each other. At what time are we going to see each other there? And uh, and lately, we've been just wanting to incorporate other people's, you know, presence, opinions, whatever they bring to the table. Because we we really want to get a lot of. Um, I mean, we all live quite. We all have different lifestyles, and it's it's really fun for me when, when we go into the podcast and we talk about each other's lives and we get like really into like the details and, uh, and it's fun to see how different we are, but that's really what brings us together. Like how we're able to just 
learn small things from each other. And it's not necessarily learn, but like open each other's blind eye to uh, yeah, different no opinions. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like, whoa, what just happened? Everything went blank. You're losing your fucking weefy. Oh, no. It's happening to me too, Paul. You forgot to pay the bill, huh, fool? <laughs> he forgot to pay my bill. You got the curse, fool. You got Vecna's curse. curse. You're dead. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I was saying, we were just trying to, we've been trying to find other um, other artists, uh, what, whatever, business people, uh, anybody who has a... a, a, a a wanting to to anybody that's got a pulse. Out. Nah, <laughs> got not kind of. Nah, <laughs> not necessarily. Mm-mm. My dog's doing a guest spot next week. She wants I'd to love come, that. Uh, she wants to come talk about uh some very uh crazy He's rights so movements. Fired. He's so fired. It's like we're here with my, and then we put the camera on so just minute. <laughs> do, do an MTV crib set. Yo, facts. There we go. She's gonna show her room. Yeah, she'll show you my entire house and then <laughs> tell you that I sleep in the corner. <laughs> and that corner is my master's. Yeah. She's exactly. like, I piss, I piss right here in this corner, and then this corner too, right here. I piss right here. <laughs> I piss everywhere. So Paul, no, she going, going back to what you were talking about a little bit ago, um uh tell tell the people a little bit more about Audrey, the makeup artist who you guys want to have on. Does she work with like musicians or is it like um how, what's your connection to to audrey um so i used to work with her her sister and um we built a great relationship i mean she's good peoples and then just meeting her sister and just talking with her um i just got to know her her um like what she does you know what i mean everything that she's done she used to work at um what the hell is that golden smack golden sacks or something i forgot it's like some big law firm she used to work there and then um, made great money, bro. And then just realized kind of what we realized, like, you can't do that forever. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much money you make. Like, you're always going to be working for somebody else. So uh, she went into business for herself, started doing makeup. And from, my, um, from what I know, she just does makeup um, for anybody. Doesn't you, know, you, know, she doesn't, you don't have to be an artist or anything like that. Or she doesn't work with them. But I know working with, like, me um, – I think she wants to start maybe just going into that and just only working with artists or that way it's a bigger platform for her, I should say, instead of just a general makeup artist, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's, and that's a good segue into one thing I wanted to ask you guys about too, because again, you guys are creatives like me, you know, we, we do the podcasting thing. We share that in common. All of us love music. Like what advice would you give to people out there as far as like, who have that creative itch. Cause um, I feel like there are a lot of people, I mean, we all got to eat at the end of the day. And as you guys were talking about just, you know, gas is insane. Like my rent's gone up over like 20% in the last two years, which is far outpacing my wage. And I almost had a panic attack last week when I saw what the new rental company wants to charge when I renew my lease, which is going to be like basically a 44% increase over a three year period. And what I'm paying. Good God. It's it's insane, yeah, man. But the average house cost in Nashville is literally half a million dollars right now, and I don't have that. Um, Yo, you're <laughs> right on pace with us. Yeah, so so that's why I wanted to ask you guys because I know I know you guys understand um, what it's like to have a creative mind and to have the, the need um, to tap into these different um, avenues. Like you were saying early on, Kirsten, about you know the podcast. It's it's it kind of gives us uh, an, another way to express ourselves outside of the music like 
for people who want to get into this stuff, what, what advice would you give them just as, you know, balancing the practicality of like, I got to eat, I got to pay my bills with, but at the same time, I have to feed this other part of myself because I've got something to say creatively. Right. Um, I mean, I've said this to my girl a lot. Um, like if you're lucky enough to find something that brings you any sort of joy creative, creatively outside of a job, because like at the end of the day, a job's a job, right? Like most people don't get like the the truth really is most people don't get to do what they love for a living. And if you are one of those people and you don't, but there's something creative you would like to do, my best advice is to remind yourself of that every day. Like remind you yourself that, you know, I have a creative outlet that I want to share with the world and this job or whatever it is that you're doing to get to that at the end of the day is the real goal. The goal isn't going to work and making a living. The goal is to, you know, go to work, make a living so that you can go do what you love. And eventually do it and get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keep pushing because I think one thing that stops a lot of people would be the fact that like, maybe they're too tired after their job. Right. Well, if you have a creative outlet you know, the way I look at it is, well, if you're too tired after your job, then maybe you need to get a new job. Honestly, like, you know, I don't even mean that in a negative way, like in a serious way, go find yourself something that pays you, you know, close to what you're making now. That is a lot less taxing on you. So that when you're off, you have that energy to go do it. Yeah. Or see your local coke dealer i don't know a cup of coffee don't do coke kids but (laughs) uh no but like you know like that uh, that's me you know i do a bunch of stuff you know outside of making music i do a bunch of coke (laughs) that's me i just do a bunch of coke and then i get that's my juice nah see i you know it's funny everybody listening he means the the pop coca-cola who is not a sponsor of march 4th No, I actually, I drink a shitload of caffeine, though. I will say that much. Um, caffeine and nicotine, baby, they keep the world going, you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, find your, like I said, that would be my best advice. Like, find yourself something that allows you the time frame to do what you want outside of it. That works with your life. Make a job work for you. Don't work for a job. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And, and Paul, I wanted to, I wanted to pull you into to build on that because I know at least from what I've seen, like just on IG and stuff and listening to that episode with Kai, like you've got, you, you've, are you like entrepreneur is, are, are you working for yourself? Like yeah. what you guys are doing? Yeah, pretty much man. Me and, uh, me and Kai, we used to work for a credit repair company a few years ago. Um, and then just kind of realized again, like, Hey, we're, even though we're still working, you know what I mean? For ourselves. Because technically, you know, people that call themselves a self-employed 1099, that they're entrepreneurs or stuff like that. I'm not into the, uh, like, the multiple businesses yet, but that's definitely the the route I'm going towards. And, and that's what we did. We just pretty much said, you know, screw it. Let's do this ourselves, bro. You know what I mean? And we went in um, halves. 
the company's called Flawless Consulting. And um, mainly what we do is we help people, you know, from A to Z with getting their credit fixed, getting funding for their businesses, um, even funding for themselves and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of what we do, I mean, it, it goes hand in hand with the music, you know what I mean? Like kind of what Kirsten was saying and just to build off of the question you asked, it's like, I think the first thing that I would want to give, like, let's say my younger self is just uh, wholeheartedly believe in yourself. Like no matter what, you know, you're going to do football, you know, a doctor, rapper, like just believe that you're, you're probably the, uh, you're the best, you know what I mean? Like you have to feel like, yeah, no one can touch me and doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And I think once you have that and you build that confidence, because it doesn't always, you know, like curse, you know, you never, I, I, I was about to say, you never make good beats, but I was going to say, you didn't always <laughs> make good beats. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't always make good beats. Still don't. But to the point where I remember it, I remember it. You were kind of afraid to show us beats sometimes. And then after a point, you were like, you know what? This beat is fucking fire. Because remember, he would show us, bro, and he'd be like, I don't really like it. And we were like, yo, this is fucking nuts. Like, what do and, you mean? And, and now, like, like ah, it's okay. Nowadays, he's like, I can't believe you passed on this beat. I know, I know. Play. And then nowadays, he's like, I sold this to Kanye. You guys slept yeah. on it. Oh, well. He's like, well, now you can't have it. It's trash. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that would tie into just your confidence. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to believe in yourself. Like, whatever you're doing, man, just believe you're the best and that somebody else is trying to take your position. Somebody else really wants it more than you do. And, you know, what are you doing to wake up to be better than that person and not necessarily be better? You know what I mean? Because it's not a, it's not like a competition thing or a hierarchy, but it's like, you do have to kind of hold yourself to a certain standard or, you know, have some kind of accountability to make it anywhere in life. You know what I mean? Anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're a regular nine to five worker or you are somebody that's an entrepreneur or a music artist. Like, if you don't hold yourself to a certain uh, amount of, like, accountability, like, you're really not going to go nowhere, man. You know what I mean? And to be able to do that, I think you have to believe in yourself. To be like, yeah, I can actually do this. You know, I can make these 50 calls. I can write this 16 or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And that'd be my piece of advice. Just believe in yourself, like, to the core. Like, fucking, my soul is meant for this kind of thing. To real to build on that too, like one thing you said, you were saying oh, it's not a competition, but it is a competition. It's a competition right. with you yesterday. In your head. What are you Dad. doing today to wake up and be better than you were yesterday? Ooh. If you live I'll with that, that kind of mindset, in my opinion, then no day is a waste. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that, man. Um <clears throat> that ties into like a a, a quote that I like I, I'm all about inspirational stuff and like angel numbers and i know some people think that's all like hullabaloo and whatever but like i'll see number like three 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 i'll see all these numbers and stuff and like i said i know for some people they think that's like crazy but i, I think that there's some truth in it and, and definitely in like manifesting and even when you look at like successful whether it's musicians or athletes like going back to what you were saying paul like um that unwavering confidence and belief that they have in themselves to do it and i know that's something that i've struggled with like you know, um, just self-confidence and just anxiety issues right. I have and whatnot. So what I was getting at is I, I saw something that really hit home with me the other day. Cause every now and again, man, that algorithm just hits you in the feels like sometimes it can be evil, right. or you know what I mean? Social media, <laughs> but then sometimes it's like, yo, this is like tapped into like my consciousness, you know what I mean? And it was like, 
the only two people in the world that you have to make proud are eight-year-old you and 80-year-old you. And I was like, whoa, you know what whoa. I mean? Like, would, would the, would the eight-year-old version of myself be proud of me? And is, is the version of me on my deathbed going to be proud of, like, what I left behind? And it just, it hit me, you know, right, like, just right in the feels, man. So, like, everything you guys are saying, like, I feel like is in alignment with that. It's like, like you said, Kirsten, are you are you better than you were yesterday? You know, it's not a competition with anybody else. It's like, I want to be a better version of myself today. And then tomorrow yeah. I'm going to build on that. Yeah. And I think you have to, I think you have to look at that too, through as many perspectives as humanly possible. Right. Because just cause you let, let's say you are a musician and let's say you woke up today and let's say you haven't made music. Right. But let's say, you did something to better yourself as just a human being or better your life situation or better situation for someone in your life. You have done that job today. It doesn't have to just be geared towards your goals. It's a person because ultimately making yourself better as a person makes you a better musician, makes you a better friend, a better partner, a better worker, right? It makes you better in every way. So you have to, you have to apply that in my opinion to every facet of who you are. And like you said, would eight year old me, you know, be proud of who I am today and the, the deathbed thing. Well, I think that also comes down to like your core values, right? Like I'm all about happiness. Like we're only like for all, I don't know if reincarnation's real. I don't know if heaven and hell's real. I don't know if it's just a big black void at the end of the day. But what I do know is, is when you're on your deathbed, I want to be able to say, I lived a really happy life. Right. And I'm proud of the fucking things that I did. And, you know, I was able to help people and I was able to feel comfortable and make people smile because those are the things that matter. Like you can't take them green fucking pieces of paper with you when you die. You really right. can't. Right. But, Hey, but it's still mine. Throw it all in the casket. <laughs> yeah, go, throw a half a mil in the casket and then burn it. Well, before I get you guys out of here, man, I got a, I got a couple more things I want to touch on with the three of you. And thanks again so much for doing this, man. Like I said, I, I got a ton of respect for you dudes. Oh, uh, yeah, um, man. Well, thank well, you. you meet people in this world where you feel like um, – you know, you meet, you meet like new old friends, you know what I'm saying? Like I've never even met you dudes in person, but I feel like if I would have went to school with you dudes in high school or like I saw you in college or I saw you at like a show, I'd be like, Oh, those are some cool dudes right there. I got to talk to them, you know? Right. Um, right. Hey, I appreciate that. Cause that's the type of people we strive to be. Yeah. Right. Man, yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, but just to stay on this, like, um, like Paul, I, you know, I know you having a family and stuff, man, like I'm sure, you know, obviously there's a lot of things, like you got to consider. Um, and I know, I know bricks, you've got kids too, right? Like you've got a family too. Like there's, when you've got other mouths, you got to feed, like that's an extra level of, of pressure, man. Like, so Paul, like talk to me about what was the the turning point for you or the tipping point maybe of, you know, you and Kai doing your own thing. Cause I know that's always like, uh, you know, it can kind of be a daunting thing to like venture out on your own and work for yourself, right. man. you know? Oh just, yeah, man. It was definitely, um, I definitely went out, went through my tribulations, with the, went through the trials. I mean, a lot of it could be just people don't want you to shine. You know what I mean? The um, Our old, old boss wanted to sue us. You know what I mean? We went through that. You know what I mean? Overcame that. 
um, the fact that, you know what I mean, it is hard just to kind of go out on your own. But I think it just reverts back to that because when I found the confidence in myself as a person, because I used to be in the car business, so I used to sell cars. And when I used to tell people that, people be like, how, how can you just go and sell a car? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard for people to understand that. But um, I took that same confidence I had in the car business and where I got that from was rapping. You know what I mean? We, before I got into the car business, we had done maybe 10 shows. We had already went to South by Southwest. We went to Colorado to open up for Jurassic 5. So I really just started to implement the same feelings I would when I was holding the mic, when I would be right in front of people. You know what I mean? That unwavering confidence. Like, I know exactly what I'm talking about. And half the time, I never really did. But I always, <laughs> I always used, like, certain tactics, if you can say it like that, or, like, these sales tactics that they have, you know what I mean? My, my boss would always tell me, Hey, when you come in, make a friend, don't try to sell a car, make a friend. So I would do the same things. You know what I mean? With that, with the credit business. And then it just became kind of like second nature. So then when it came time for me and Kai to actually jump ship and do it, I wasn't afraid on that end. I wasn't afraid. Like I can't do it because it's a too hard of a task. It was more so how am I going to put this together? And who, who's going to be with me while I put it together? Because I've done it before. You know what I mean? I, I've, I made a lot of money in the car business and then fell down. Same thing with the credit business. I made a lot of money. And then when I jumped out and to do it on my own, same thing. I fell down. You got to start from, you know, square one. So I think it all, everything is just, all that pressure helps, right? They say pressure makes diamonds. And I think that's exactly what it is. The pressure that's on you. Some people break under it, bro. And, some people make it, you know what I mean? And it's unfortunate to say that. And I don't want to like, just say that and like brush it off. Like either you're going to be strong or you're not because it's a lot, it is way more, you know what I mean? It's way more complicated than that. But I think I was able to hold on to my problems and know, Hey, we're, we're going to make it through this. And looking at my kids being broke, looking at, you know what I mean? My wife being broke. And instead of it being just like something that crumbled me, I looked at my boys, I looked at my kids and I was just like, there's no other way to do it. You know what I mean? I have to do it. Right. And I have a big belief in, and I mean, I know Kurt said he doesn't know if heaven's real and all this other stuff. I don't believe in religion, but I do believe in a higher power. And during those times, man, I let everything go and I, I pray. And it's not always to just like a Christian God or whatever God. It's just, I pray like, and I talk to him, like I'm talking to you guys. It's not like I sit here and I say, oh, Lord, Savior, all that other shit. I just try to talk and um, it brings me some kind of peace, bro. And it's, it's kind of like venting, you know what I mean, in my eyes. So I think that's what really helped me venture out and be able to establish myself. That un unwavering confidence and then just that, you know, feeling like it's not all going to be on me. You know what I mean? If I fail, I fail. But if I make it. It's because I was able to put everything that I have, all my weapons, you know what I mean? Use it, go to war, and, and I survived. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm surprised. Sometimes I was like, fuck, like, yo, we made it through that. I made it through that. We made it through the wedding. Like, bro, it's crazy. You know what I mean? But I'm grateful. I'm proud. And I think that's what you just ultimately need. How much did you, how much of that did you guys hear? All, all of it. it. Fuck yeah. See? Wherever yeah. you're standing. The Lord and Savior. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Well, and, and, and that's and, and that's 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 a good segue breaks into what I wanted to ask you and Paul is like, you know, you guys being creative individuals, 
how much of it and how much of his trip is it? Cause like, I'll, I'll see my niece and my nephew and just the mannerisms that they have from like people in our family or faces that they make, like you guys being musicians and creative individuals, have your kids um, had any of that as well in terms of being creative? Like, do you see that in them? Yeah, man. Every day, every day. I think my, my son's nine. He's been wanting a drum machine for about a year. Uh, he messed yeah. up. He, he fucked up in Christmas and one and chose Oculus over the beatbox. So, but that was, that's, you know, that's a problem he's going to have to handle on his own. Uh, my daughter, the youngest, my youngest daughter, she's really into singing. I mean, like, she'll sing anywhere in Target, in line, and she's singing. Or McDonald's getting, you know, Happy Meals, she's singing, she's making up a song about that. And then my, my middle child, and she's really into, like, performance arts. So she's a dancer. She's not more, she's, she's really shy about singing, but. As soon as you put the song on, she'll dance, whatever. She'll dance ballerina style. She'll do whatever the fuck. She'll fucking bust out a robot, all that shit, bro. <laughs> and, it's, and it's cool because I, I never stuff my lifestyle down their throat, right? Like, oh, this is how, you, this is how right. you're supposed to behave because we live here. Or yeah. this is how you're going to act because I'm your father. It, never that. It's always whatever they want to, you know, if today my daughter wants to, Look at dinosaurs and dinosaurs it is. And tomorrow she wants to do astronauts. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. But they always circle back to some kind of uh, art, some kind of music, some every anything that has to do with being a like, creative. It's really cool. Yeah. I don't think I ever asked you guys either. Did any like the because I went back and was listening to the first conversation we had because I didn't I didn't want to just repeat myself you know what I mean not that I didn't right. think I was going to be able to cover ground with you guys because I know you guys can spit on the mic both with your podcast and with you know your your rapping so again plug the free ain't free podcast but um <laughs> were your were any of your parents because I don't remember if I asked you guys that the last time um I don't think I did were, were any of them into music or creatively I know I asked you guys the first thing that got you into music but I don't yeah. think I asked you guys if like there was creativity in your blood as far as your parents. Well, for me, on my on my father's side, um, there were just a lot of instrument players. Like my great grandfather, um, they all, they just played like xylophone, like the congos. Like they played a lot of like just regular instruments, but not like any kind of careers or anything like that, or taking it serious to the point where they did stuff, but. Yeah, that's that's just on my end. Other than that, no, not really. Mm, my grandpa, my grandpa played guitar. He taught. I think I was the only one of his grandchildren that didn't learn to play the guitar. But that, that's <laughs> my go. that's you my claim. <laughs> that's my yeah right. He chose the Oculus. <laughs> and then my dad, like uh, like Paul said, he he was an instrument guy. He played the xylophone and, and xylophone and all that stuff and. Again, just like Paul, he just I don't think he believed in himself enough to to take it there. And, and now you have me. Harrison, <laughs> um, what about you, man? Um, Yeah, so I'm like polar opposite. So like my dad was in a band and he was the front man and he also played bass. Um, Jeez. And, and yeah, he actually broke. So before <laughs> I was born, my dad had already broken his back from stage diving. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. So my dad, when he knocked up my mom, um, my grandpa god. gave him the old like fucking smack across the head and was like, "Bro, you gotta get your life together." So that's when he like 
actually went to college and shit at that point and kind of gave up on music. Um, And then probably by the time I was 10, he opened up his own record store in town. Nice. Um, And he ended up having two or three locations all together. And then he like ended up selling it off to his business partner later on. But um, right next door to his record shop um, was a music store. And that's where I originally started my first instrument lessons were there. And I learned how to to play bass and and all that there. And, uh, and like, I would work in his CD store in the summers. Um, and like, he wouldn't pay me, but like what he would let me do is every day I worked at the end of the day, I could pick out a couple records. Sick. So, and that's like that's where I discovered a lot of my favorite artists and I got to he would have a lot of like in-store acoustic stuff like I saw Patrick Stump from fallout boy before he was like before fallout boy was a band it was just Patrick Stump oh. and a guitar wow that's <laughs> fucking crazy bro yeah and Not like ass. I always think back to that because it's like years later this guy who I watched play with like three other people in the shop was fucking on top of the world. And I was like, this, that's so it. Like, that's so crazy. But yeah, I mean, that's that's where I got my start. Um, and my dad still plays music until this day. You know, he had a home studio at one point and he, he still plays bass. And I think he's right now. Um, so my brother is actually a music teacher and my brother is teaching him how to play guitar. Sick. yeah my brother comes over he, my brother's an amazing bass player he comes over a lot um you'd actually probably be surprised how much of my production um has him like it's him playing bass on there Sick. like i'm i'm really good when it comes to like um you know like percussion drums all that kind of stuff but a lot of the times like I'll get stuck on a bass line and he lives down the street. I'll be like, Hey Jake, come over. And he just comes over with his bass plugs in fucking kids. Ridiculous. Like three seconds later, I'm just like, God, I would have never thought of that. You're fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> and, That's awesome. Uh, would you ever get yeah. him on a free voice track? Oh, of course. Actually, he might've been on one already. I would have to go look at the discography, but he's probably done bass on something that I produced. Or at bare minimum, sat on the phone with me while my annoying ass was like, oh, hey, if I go from this G chord to this D chord, uh, what would be like a good suspension? Like, he would, he just, and he loves that kind of shit. I call him and I'm like, sorry to bug you. He's like, oh, it's a nerdy question. Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, he's a, he's a jazz musician. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's like, like, he's in a math rock band. Like he's fucking, he's nerdy when it comes to music in like the best way ever. Like read right? music and time signatures and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm mastering his band's record right now. And it's like, I was like, oh, hey, give me the tempos just in case I need them. And he like, he's like, okay, so this song uh, about 16 bars in and switches right here. I'm like, oh, geez, bro, really? And it just like, there's like three time changes and like fucking the span of a minute. And I'm like, all right, well. Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah. What's, um, the name, uh, what's the name of his band? We can give him a plug on here. Uh, the name of his band 
Uh, I don't know if they ha- actually have anything out yet because this is their first record. Oh, okay. Um, but for when it does drop, uh, it's called Statue and Marble. The Ooh. record or the the record's going to be Statue the and Marble? The name of the band is oh, Statue the and Marble. I don't believe they've named anything yet, including their songs. Okay. <laughs> That's a dope <laughs> band name, Statue. Which I'll probably help with. <clears throat> you just leaked all their stuff right now. Nah. Not the bands around. They play live. They just haven't uh, released any music. It's like they're alive. They're cool. <laughs> well, it's totally different when you're a band, right? Like <laughs> as hip hop artists, we're used to going into the studio, <clears throat> making a song, and then at a later date performing it live. Bands yeah. work out all this stuff live and then oh, go wrong. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Half their fan base has heard songs that aren't even recorded. And then they record it at a later date. So, well, when they know. put it together, man, tell them they got an open invite for the March Fourth pod. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, hey. get them on here, and chop it up. Yeah, I'm sure they would love that. Honestly, Six. at bare minimum, fucking yeah, you'll you'll have a good time. Well, hey, I'll, I'll get you guys out of here with this, man, because I know I know we're coming up on that hour. We're actually probably a little bit over at this point. One, I just want to say thank you so much for what you guys are doing. Two, I'm happy to hear that everybody's doing well, that you guys are on this positive wave. And three, there's not really even a question in this, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna um, give you guys your roses right now. Last year was really rough for me on a on a personal level, like podcast wise, things are going good creatively, but I, I went through. Uh, a really unexpected breakup and long story short, like I had this podcast to turn to this is I've been able to connect with good people like you guys. And I came up with a, I called it my March 4th volume one playlist on Spotify. And this isn't a shameless plug. I'm, I'm going to get to, I know I'm, my lead up is, is really long here, but two seventeen twenty twenty 2020 is my, my hey. opening song on that, on that podcast. Hey. list. For my hey. And so I'll send the link to you guys if you want to check it out, but, I, yes, I, I I think at this point oh, I probably yeah. listened to two seventeen twenty twenty more than you guys have listened to that song. <laughs> I love I love that song. Um, was it fillet you guys got for the chorus? Am I saying that right? Yes, dude, that song is sick, yeah, and sure. um, I, I I feel like like I I wish my name were in higher places so I could just introduce people with that. I'd be like, oh, you love hip hop? Like, listen to two seventeen twenty twenty. Like, I feel I just feel like it. Like, that's a song that like if if. I, I just want more people to know about it. And again, that's not to be dismissive of anything you guys, any other things you've put out, but I just think the, the message of that song nah, of and what I was going through last year, man, like I've, I, I've, I've listened to that, like literally probably almost every week since um you, you guys and, and myself got in touch for that, that first episode, man. So I just want yeah. to get, we're glad we could help bro, man. for sure. Thank you. Big up. I, I think we could all say that's kind of the reason we do this. Right. Yeah. For sure. And it. I also love that song. That song is one of my <laughs> fucking favorite, bro. I love that song. Great song. Y'all slept on that beat for like a year. <laughs> see? See what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, and I don't know if it's just me, but some of my favorite beats for you guys are those kind of like ethereal beats. Like even going back to Mr. Superintendent, like the the one time, like that's just like I love yeah. that like takes you somewhere, even though I'm like a metalhead at heart, man. Like I listen to a lot of instrumental right. stuff, like even Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things got me on like a synth wave kick a few years ago. Like I listened to this band, right. Time <laughs> 1983 and like FM 84. And like, so 
I love those those spacey beats that you guys do, man. Just just on a personal level, like even even before I leave, kind of it kind of just has like that laid back vibe, you know. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna get better. Well, so I'll um, I'll I'll let you guys go. Other than to say thank you again so much for doing this, and um, before we officially go, just plug anything that you guys want to plug. Let the people know where they can find you. Uh, at the Free Boys, everything with a Z. Um, you can find our podcast on any major platform. It's the Free Ain't Free podcast. Um, we've got a lot of new music coming, a lot of new podcasts. Um, you know, we're moving in a we're moving in a forward direction, forward thinking, positive thinking. And for anybody out there, if you ever need us, just hit us up. We're always here to chop. Bro. Sure. Well, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks again so much for doing this, for taking the time to together earlier on a, on a Sunday night for me because I'm I'm two hours ahead. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Keep I'll doing your thing and keep you. staying in touch, man. Anytime. what you're doing. Likewise, brother. Stay yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stay blessed. All right, thanks, y'all. See you. Thank you. There you have it. That was my conversation with Young Lennon Bricks and Mr. Super Nintendo of the Free Boys. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at the Free Boys, and that's boys with a Z. And individually, you can follow them on Instagram at Sir underscore Bricks a lot, and that's Bricks with an X, B R I X A L O T, at Mr. Super Nintendo, and at Curson Music. Curson is spelled K I R S I N. All the links to their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode, as well as their podcast, Free Ain't Free, available where you get your podcasts. And again, just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast description for this episode, and you can follow everything that they're doing. They've got a cool t-shirt that they're selling for the Four I Leave single. Um, it's, it's, it's just really dope looking shirt. It's got the same lettering as the, uh, anti-social social club, if you guys are aware of that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed that conversation. I just want to say again to Bricks and Mr. Super Nintendo and Kirsten, AKA Young Lennon. Thank you guys so much for coming back on the show. It was great to catch up with you and talk about this positive wave that you guys are on right now with your music, man. It's really cool to hear that you guys are going in that direction with your sound, um, I can hear it in four I leave, just like I said, that that cool laid back vibe to it. And uh and I and again, you guys are I don't need to tell you how talented you are and uh, you know, but I'm just a big fan of what you're doing. Love the podcast, love the music, and uh I love you dudes as human beings, man. And and I hope that doesn't sound weird because I know we've never met in person, but uh you know, I got a lot of respect over here for for what you guys are doing, so keep doing your thing. And again, everybody, make sure you go support these dudes at the Free Boys. Um, they're, they're, they're putting out really great music. And like you guys heard on that, that episode, man, two seventeen twenty twenty, 2020, uh, their, their single, uh, that they, that they came out with two years ago off a of retrograde was, uh, so impactful for me. I mean, I, I literally have listened to it. Like I said, probably every single week since I, I first talked to these dudes about a year ago. It's just, uh, if you're a fan of hip hop, you need to listen to that song, man, two seventeen twenty twenty. Um, from the Free Boys is is just an awesome song, and uh, and again, it's not to be dismissive of their other work, but uh, there's a reason I have it at the number one spot on my March Fourth Music Volume One playlist, which you can find on Spotify, where I feature 
all of the awesome artists that I've gotten a chance to talk to so far in my volume one compilation. Um, it's, it's a great lead into everything else. And, uh, meant a lot to me on a personal level this last year with everything that I went through with death and heartbreak. And, you know, that just, just rung true for me. You know, I'm just trying to find my way out, man. And, uh, you know, each one of their verses is so awesome when they, when they get on the mic. So if you love hip hop, if you love good music and good people, make sure you check out the free boys and the free ain't free podcast. And that's, that's a wrap on this episode, man. I'm not going to rant too much at the end of this thing, other than to say, like I said, um, at the top, man, just, I know there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, but hopefully this conversation illustrates the positivity of social media. Like I said, um, the old man and me, I wasn't on Instagram until the summer of 2020 and I really wanted nothing to do with a lot of social media just because I felt like there was a lot of negativity on there. And as it turns out, it's been really positive for me. I've gotten the chance to connect with so many awesome artists and so many awesome people for my show. And, and more importantly, other than just getting episodes for the show, it's building those relationships and those connections. And, you know, I've stayed in touch with these dudes over the last year, continue to stay up on their music. And uh, they're just good people, man. So, you know, keep that in mind, too. You know, you can you usually can find whatever it is that you're looking for. If you're looking for trouble, you'll find it. If you're looking for good, you'll find it. And I really think that what you give off is what you get back. And and I try to tell myself that every day as somebody who has anxiety and, uh, you know, self-doubt and a lot of fears that, you know, um, I still have shame admitting out loud. I feel like have kept me from doing certain things in my life and, and taking chances and risks. And so I'm, I'm really working to become the best version of myself and, and have more self-love and self-care and just uh, be a good dude in the world, man. But uh, when you get a chance to connect with good people, man, keep them in your circle. And the Free Boys are always going to be in the March 4th circle. So once again, at the Free Boys with a Z on Instagram, at Sir underscore Bricks a lot, at Mr. Super Nintendo, at Kirsten Music. These guys make beats as well as you guys heard during that conversation. So if you're looking for some beats for what you're doing, hit them up. But, uh, but yeah, just be good to each other out there, everybody. It's the summertime. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just a good time to be alive. And I know that might sound crazy to some of you with everything that's going on. But again, um, I think that there are a lot of good people in this world. And uh, you just heard three of them on this podcast. And so uh, see the good, be the good, and um, you know, exercise your voice in a positive way. Get out and vote. Um, and, just, and just try to do one thing every day to make somebody smile, make somebody laugh, hold the door open for an old lady as she's going into the store. You know, just those little things will make you feel better, just like Kirsten was saying towards the end of our conversation. You know, at the end of the day, if you're on your deathbed and you can say, I, I lived a happy life, that's what it's all about. And I think that's a great place to end this puppy. So once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com. I'm not one to beg for likes and subs and all that stuff, but at the same time, if you take the time to go to either Apple or Spotify, uh, in particular, because I know that those are platforms for this podcast where you can leave a rating and a review. Please go and do that because when you do that, it helps these shows rank higher and ultimately gets these conversations out to more people. And that's what I want, man, because I want more people to discover the Free Boys, their show, uh, you know, Free Ain't Free, and, and just listen to their music, listen to their podcast, and, you know, spread what they're doing too because I know they're on a positive wave. So, if you love the show, if you enjoyed this conversation, please take the time to subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes. Everything from 
headbanging to twanging, man. We got it over here from heavy metal to country to hip hop and everything in between to people who aren't even in music, colleagues and friends of mine, business owners. I'm really trying to give something for everybody here at March 4th with Mike Bauman and uh, hopefully leave you guys inspired to chase your dreams in your lives too. So if you dug it, tell a friend to tell a friend, like, subscribe, leave a comment, a rating and a review. And uh, let's get these conversations out to more people so we can spread love and create positive ripple effects in our community with the time that we have on this plane. So on that note, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of the Free Boys, here's their latest single, Before I Leave. Peace. Before I leave, I gotta smoke, 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 smoke. Let me know before we go, 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 go. Before I leave, I gotta smoke, 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 smoke. Let me know before we go, 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 go. Yeah. I got purple in my blood, I'ma get high as fuck. Miss that Urkel with that Larry, Mr. Winslow pulled up. I'm a seeker for the reefer, tryna get me a nug. If it don't smell right through your bag, you shouldn't be here with us. Whipping the 97, drip look like 97. Saw the vision through my Pyrexes. Hit me some twins, knock them down just like 9-11. Blood got white ash like it's Pompeii. Black leather smoking Mary Jane. I'm Rick James. Purple haze is a hell of a strain. Before I leave, I gotta smoke, 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 smoke. Let me know before we go, 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 go. Before I leave, I gotta smoke, 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 smoke. Let me know before we go, 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 go. Wake and bake the started off, rolling loud, going up. Sour in my blood, purple skunk, that's a must If I want it, I don't need it, I go buy it just to stunt Got a little sour diesel with a side of Captain Crunch The original, traditional, we're almost little play I don't smoke on Bobby Brown, brick weed Nah, I never drink this weed, only top shelf When I come around, got the gas mask, trash bags Full of purple greens, fucking hazmat I gotta smoke, 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 smoke Let me know before we go, 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 go before I leave, I gotta smoke, 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 smoke. Let me know before we go, 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 go. Hey, limitless to high. Once you get there, you will know. You will Contemplating life, reminiscing of a ghost. Head up in the sky, been floating toward the coast. Bring me back to life, burn another like some toast. Guts pouring out the honey blunt. Drop papers and a sticky bun. Stick around and we gon' have some fun. Keep you coughing till you lose a lung. I got everything you'll ever need. Lemon OG with the poppy seed Lock the land and turn it up degrees In the oven baking up the trees Before I leave I gotta smoke, 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 smoke Let me know before we go, 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 go Before I leave I gotta smoke, 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 smoke Let me know before we go, go